So here we are with the second best looking Ben in EXP, Mr. Fitz. How are you, mate? I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Yeah, all good. Good, good. It's good to see you. You too, mate. You too. Thanks for having me. No, my pleasure entirely. How's life? Busy, mate. Hectic. Different. Yeah, very, very different. Um, yeah, little one, little one born in December, so over Christmas. So, um, yeah, different is probably the best word. Well, Ben, as as you said that, you instantly started rubbing your eyes. So how's the old <laughs> sleep pattern at the minute? I know, mate. I know, I know. <laughs> mate, it's um, such a precious time. And I know we spoke about this kind of off air, but it's um, it's crazy how quick that time goes. So the weekend just passed as we're recording this podcast. It was my little girl's fifth birthday. And um, it's just crazy to think how fast that transition's gone from basically being a baby I could hold in one hand all the way through being a little girl with an attitude to go with it and she just grows up so fast so make the most of every sleepless night makes it be gone in the blink of an eye yeah yeah that's what I keep hearing and, and to be fair yeah she is she's she's growing rapidly already I mean she's only three months in now and yeah she's just yeah she's just great we we, we got I've got a really really good relationship with her she's all smiles so um yeah all in all mate loving life Oh, mate, well, as great as running the business is, being a dad definitely is the best job in the world, mate. So, a massive congratulations on that. And um, speaking of time going fast, um, as just to kind of segue off the point about children, um, you're racing towards your third year in business now. So, again, I can't quite believe how fast that three year period has gone, Ben. And yeah. um, it's all well and good as sat here now having this podcast about high performance in property, celebrating all your success. But I want you to take me back to the beginning, Ben. Just give people a background as to your history, your your sort of backstory, if you like, and um, your transition into running your own business. Yeah, so mine's pretty similar to, I think, a lot of agents that, you know, partnered with EXP. Um, you know, I, I came from, I mean, I've done it probably coming on sort of over 20 years now, you know, worked with some really good local, you know, small agencies, sort of family-run businesses, no corporates as such. Um, you know, worked with some very reputable agencies, in my town, which is Swindon. Um, come to a point where um, I felt there was more out there. Purple Bricks was the kind of new kid on the scene. Um, I liked the freedom that it, it kind of, you know, offered me. Um, so I jumped ship and joined Purple Bricks, was with them for about two and a half years. Um, I mean, it's pretty well documented how, um, you know, how things changed there. Um, but what it did do is it, you know, it, it, it cemented my kind of love for the industry, really, and, and, and the business that I've worked really hard um, in for a number of years. You know, because I won't lie, I left my previous employer to join Purple Bricks, and I just fallen out of love with it completely. You know, I looked at different avenues. Um, I, I, I ran a little side business doing sort of sports therapy, uh, which was quite cool because I enjoyed it. Um, overlooked on a job um, which at the time was devastating um, which was for a Premier League football club um, which was again you know devastating at the time um, and I just sort of looked at what what I kind of disliked about the industry what I did like about the industry um, and what I tried to do is just reinvent myself um, and make it fun again you know there was a time where it was fun you know i enjoyed it i like meeting people you know i'm a sociable person 
you know, hate being on my own all the time. So meeting people and, you know, just building those relationships was something that I was really good at. Um, but I just lost that. And I don't know whether that was because, you know, previous agency kind of knocks out of you, you know, it's all sales driven targets, morning meetings about bloody morning meetings, and it all just become a little bit sort of, you know, repetitive and a bit boring. So um, I, at the time before I jumped to, to um, well, I went then jumped into Purple Bricks, found my love for the industry again. Um, while at Purple Bricks, things were going a little bit, you know, a couple of years in, things were going a little bit, you know, down the wrong path. Um, as I say, I think that's quite well documented. Um, and I looked to get out of the industry, but 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 working a work in an environment that sort of wouldn't mean I lose my years and years of of, of experience, you know, dealing with property and people. Um, so I applied for a job with a um, new property portal. Let's just say it was launching. Um, three interviews later, you know. I, I'm almost. I, I can. I've, I've told my missus I've got a job. I've had three interviews. They're asking me when I can go to training. All these sorts of stuff. Um, and I never heard from them again. Which really? Yeah. So um, you know that was just as you can probably imagine. Sort of whether it was fate or not, I don't, I don't know. Really, it, it sort of you know pushed me down a bit of a. Okay, well maybe that's not meant to be. Um, and and now you know I look back nearly sort of what two and a half years later and I think wow that's the best thing that could have hundred percent. Um, so yeah, for me, mate, it, it was just about you know, and and this was sort of I could start enjoying it again. I could do it. Mis- I, could, I could I could be myself. Um, you know, I could cut the BS out of what I feel the industry is full of, um, and just be a normal person really. Um, and that's where sort of Instagram, social media, for, for you know, for all the sins kind of grabbed me and, you know, it allowed me to, to, to put myself out there, you know, as an agent, not necessarily just associated with a particular brand, you know, I, I was becoming a bit cliche, I know, but I was the brand, you know, and I was trying to reinvent myself. And as I say, cut all of the BS out that I kind of been used to. And I think what the public were kind of accustomed to. Really. So for me, mate, fun i've just tried to enjoy it you know that's 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 all i've tried to do really that's a question then then mm. having left purple bricks and then sort of almost made that mental shift to leave not leave the industry because i guess you'd still be working in property but certainly drastically change your responsibility and your role in the industry yeah. when you'd sort of made the mind up to the point where you had done three rounds of interviews you thought you was about <laughs> to start on a training day you told your partner that this is the next step how difficult was that then to go back into estate agency mode and do something as big as set up your own agency? Because it's not as if you was like, oh, well, they've not come back to me. And now I'm just going to take a random job as an egg just to get a few quid in the bank next month. You didn't, you went the whole hog, you set up an agency. So was that a challenging obstacle to overcoming your own mind? Or was you truly excited about the prospect of starting, you know, your business with EXP? I, I, I think that t- tenacity in, in, you know, in this industry and in this, in starting up your own agency and any any business, and to be honest, tenacity in, in in anything you do in life for me is 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 I think you know the buzzword for me. I think that's a real that's a real key component to the way I think. And you know, again, without sounding too cliche and a bit a bit sort of boring, um, you know, I, I don't I don't see you know setbacks and knockbacks as 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 kind of the end of it. Really, I I, I use those personally as a as a kind of 
uh, as a motivation. You know, it's 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 kind of my motivation to I quite like proving people wrong. <laughs> you know, and I, and I know that sounds maybe a little bit kind of narcissistic, but you know, I do. I like I like proving people wrong. And when you've when you've sat in you know one to one meetings with people, you 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 don't particularly like or respect and they tell you that you know you're not as good as you think you are and you're you're you, you can't generate business from nothing you know you're you know you're a yes man and all this sort of you know crap that it's just thrown down your neck you know when you're when you're when you're working for someone um and i'm not saying that for every you know employer because there are some great employers out there um but to walk out of a meeting room you know being told that the 20 odd years you've done the job um you're not as good as you think you are. Um, and I never thought I was good, by the way. I, I never yeah. had that kind of chip on my shoulder. I just, you know, my main my main kind of drive was just looking at the people, as I said before. You know, it, it was it, I found it enjoyable working with people. So in answer to your question, mate, um, I, I found it quite exciting, to be fair. Um, you know, I saw it, I saw it as a challenge. Um, and I don't know about you, but you, you kind of you, you work you work out a lot of things about yourself when you're put in a, a corner and you, you you kind of got no option really just to fight out you, you know you you learn about you know how tenacious you are you learn that you know are you better working under pressure or are you better you know um being spooned for the things i, I don't know I, I had a lot to find out but ultimately i was excited um with with, with a with a yeah with, with a side order of crapping myself mate to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well mate that's always that's always healthy too i think uh, you know a healthy dose of fear can kind of take you a long way as long as it's controlled in the right way and yeah. i think speaking of controlling things in the right way like it's a great attitude to have that you know sort of um i guess that uh, negative talk or the um you know the attitude of other people that were supposed to be looking out for you and helping you develop your career using that as a motivation to kind of spur you on rather than letting that kind of penetrate your self-belief and stop you from taking action is a powerful trait to have and something that probably a lot of people listening to the podcast should be able to look within themselves and try and have a similar kind of conversation because when people are critical of you like that or trying to break you down for whatever reason whether it's intentional or not it can be debilitating or it can really put fuel on your fire so it's good to see that you used it for the latter rather than the former um then you didn't have um obviously your little girl then we said you know she's mm. only a few months old she, she she came over christmas time so reversing yeah. back to the time when you launched your business you didn't have the pressure of a young family but you did have your partner and i just want to know what was your relationship with failure like at the time was failure ever an option in your own head um was it really a, a make or break shit or bus type situation what were your personal circumstances looking like coming into the foreman of your agency um I talked about it a second ago, you know, being backed into the wall and having no real choice. Um, and I didn't have a choice, mate. I, th I didn't have a choice. I had to, you know, I knew I didn't want to go and work and sit in an office eight, nine hours a day, um, do the same job. And I could have done that for, 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 for 10, 20 years' time. Um, and, and I could have made okay money, you know, it'd have been all right, but it would have been a month by month kind of process. And and, and I think for me, it was a case of, um, you know, I've been there, done that. I put all, I put all my effort into that um, to come out the other end of it with fuck all, basically, um, in the nicest possible way. Um, and that was my biggest driver. That was my kind of, you know, right. I, I, I need to make this work. I've got no choice. You know, this has to happen. Um, but 
kind of didn't follow the same, you know, route, route that agents would, would would typically follow, like you know, you do, and and and, and agents would do everything their own different way. I mean, I've done it in a very kind of organic way, in the sense of, um, you know, done it purely sort of through social media, word of mouth, which has kind of you know helped me um, grow a bit of a name for myself within my town. Um, yeah, so it. I had no option. I had to make it work, as I said. You know, there, there was absolutely no. Um, I'd, I'd already failed in my mind. You know, losing um, a potential, you know, job at uh, well, failing in the job to go and work with a Premiership football club. Um, I had, you know, the, the failure with the property portal, um, which again was pretty much bothered on. I thought I had the job, but whatever happened there, I, I never, I never know. I've got my ideas, by the way, but I never know what happened there. Um, to looking at it and thinking, right, well, let's just, yeah, let's just start enjoying it again. And, and as I say, for me, yeah, failure wasn't an option. Um, again, you know, I, I was. Yeah, I, I was bricking myself as, as, as you do, but you just sort of do it anyway. Um, it's a funny sort of mindset you get into, you know. Um, you don't think of failure. You just get up every day. You have a you have a process to follow. Um, you've got to give people some content. Um, and mate, yeah, I, I keep going back to it. I, I just I just started loving it again. I started enjoying myself. You know, that was it. And. It didn't seem difficult at the time, you know. Yeah. It's probably now more difficult as the market started to tighten up a little bit. Um, you know, lots of agents are kind of doing what I was doing <laughs> when I when I first started, like you know, video content, loads of social media, I'm really banging that. Um, and yeah, for me, it was just to say, failure just wasn't in my kind of mindset really at all. Um, yeah, well, mate, getting getting super pumped up about what could go right rather than getting crippled by what could go wrong is definitely, you know, the, the right mindset to have coming into a venture like this. And I'm curious to know, Ben, because you obviously worked, um, you know, in an employed capacity for quite a while. You did your Purple Bricks thing, which we all know is self-employed in, um, you know, legally, but you've still got somebody feeding <laughs> instructions into your valuation. You're told what meetings to go to, you know, your diary's taken care of for you. So yeah. although you're self-employed, you don't truly, I think, get that all-encompassing feeling of being a business owner because you're certainly not spinning every plate and there's a degree of, you know, that sort of employed mentality where you're still answering to somebody. So coming into just being, you know, Ben, the brand, yourself, no targets, no KPIs, no restrictions, no glass ceilings, but also nobody feeding your diary with valuations and viewings. Tell me a little bit about what your early stage structure looks like. If you can sort of take your mind back, do you remember specifically what steps you were taking, what content you was creating, what doors you were knocking in order to get yourself out of the traps and start getting those initial bits of business that kind of give yeah. you the traction that you needed to go on to build what you did later on? Yeah, so in, Instagram was a big thing for me, um, and, and I think I'd made the decision about six, six months before I left Purple Bricks. I'd made the decision that I was leaving. But one big part, one big thing of Purple Bricks was, you know, advertise the brand, take a picture of yourself next to a, a Purple Bricks board. You know, they just wanted everything sure. to be Purple Bricks. And I just thought one day, you know, I sat there, I think it was like, I think England were playing. It was eight o'clock at night. And it's halftime and Purple Bricks have got this great big advertisement on telly. And you're thinking, yeah. that's fucking primetime telly for Purple Bricks. Why the fuck do they need me to be advertising Purple Bricks in Swindon, you know? So 
the, the penny dropped for me and I thought it ain't about purple bricks it's about me and, and I need I need to get I need to get my face out there um not associated to a brand you know I don't want to be tied to an estate agent brand what I want to do is I want to basically give people an option um if they've got any property related questions first-time buyers that whatever you know any property related uh, questions sorry um they can come to me with no obligation and i'll answer it for them, as, as 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 i feel as i feel is um is fit um and that was it so i reinvented my instagram i took everything off that was purple bricks related i changed the tagline it was the sn agent sn is the postcode in swindon um and i just launch myself out there just offering some free advice you know just just basic stuff mate that you know me and you have seen a million times like you know for example you know this is one example um do i go and view properties before i put my property on the market or do i sell my property and then go and view properties so there's loads of different sort for me and you that's just a no brain right we know we know the best route forward now that i think changes with the types of market we're working in whether we're a buyer's market, seller's market, but that's a, you know, another conversation. Um, and it was amazing, you know, I, I, I hit a demographic of people that didn't know the answer to that. They, they, wanted, they wanted that kind of, you know, inside knowledge. Um, and that's how it grew for me, mate. I just offered free advice, no obligation. Um, I would advertise other agents' houses. I would put out, you know, decent first-time buyer houses if, you know, say Hart, for example, you know, put someone on the market. I'd stick it on my social media. I'd do a little write-up about it and say, look, if you're a first-time buyer, it's a great house. Give me a call if you get any answers. I'm not expecting to get anything back from that. Um, I just needed to organically grow my following um, and ultimately just gain some trust in people. Yeah. yeah. Um, that at times seemed like a bit of a slog, mate, but I think as you kind of, you, you continue to do that, again, I keep going back to I was enjoying it, you know, I, I was having fun doing it, I was having a laugh, I was being myself, you know, if I was at the pub with my mates, you know, I, I, I tell people I was at the pub with my mates and I just wanted to try and break down that that that, that agent barrier as much as I could. Um, so for me, it was just Instagram, be myself, offer free no obligation advice which sounds mental from a business point of view doesn't it but it was amazing how many people kind of gravitated towards that um and trusted me in what i was saying um so off the back of that i started getting listings you know people were calling me um didn't know i worked for purple bricks but they were saying look i want you to come and market my house and yeah. i was explaining yeah. to them look what they didn't know is i could charge them 1.5 you know, plus VAT, or the 999 quid that Purple Bricks, obviously, that I had to offer at the time because that was my only kind of platform to work for. But what clicked in my mind was they don't really care. They don't really they care. Really don't. They, work for. they really don't. They 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 want to deal with someone that you know that, that they you know that, that they, they that they resonate with, that they get on with, that they you know they enjoy the you know enjoy dealing with. Now, trust is a big is a big part of it. Um, you know, and I think. I just installed that trust in people do, doing it my kind of own way, really. But it was at the time I thought, well, I think we we're three or four months in. I started sort of working out my exit plan with Purple Bricks. Uh, that was good fun to get out of there, by the way. It was fucking crazy, but there we are. Um, and I sat down and ran the figures and I thought, look, even if I charge 1% plus VAT on all these houses and all these clients that have come to me, um, I'm going to be working less 
you know, I'm going to be enjoying my downtime more. I'm going to be having fun doing it, but I'm going to be earning more money. Like, it's yeah. a no-brainer for me, mate. Absolute no-brainer. Um, and I would say, look, that, that for me is the biggest thing. You know, I wanted to get a bit more downtime. I wanted to spend a bit more time with the family. Um, obviously, I didn't have my little girl then, but that was, that's even more important. Gosh, um, but I wanted, to, I, I wanted to do it my own way. And, and, and as I say, just have actual pride in, you know, in doing it. And um, it worked, mate. It worked. People come to me, you know, they trusted me. I, I, you know, I was, I was getting good reviews. You know, one thing I noticed straight away is I was getting more gifts on completion than I've ever had. Do you know what I mean? Which, 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 yeah. which is great for me. That was a huge, that's quite actually, yeah, at some stages, that was quite kind of nice to, you know, nice to see. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty emotional on some days, but um yeah, it was just for me, just just getting myself out. And I'm not massively articulate in the way I speak, as you can probably tell. But um, for me, it was just offering people good, solid, sound advice, and, and the rest kind of came my way. Really, rest follow, mate. Well, first off, I, I think you are very articulate, mate. You got that point across <laughs> brilliantly well. So, <laughs> have a well-deserved glass of water. Um, <laughs> but mate, so so many different sort of segues and directions we could take that. But I guess the first thing that I'd say is that I completely resonated with what you said about falling in love with the job and making it fun again. Fun is such a big thing because if you're enjoying what you're doing, if you're challenged, if you're fulfilled, if you're enjoying, I know it's so cliche, but if you're effectively enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the day to day, enjoying the journey rather than focusing only on the destination 100%. it does become a lot easier to kind of apply yourself and to enjoy yourself and to perform at a better level and i'd argue that's probably why you was getting more gifts on completion because you're doing yeah. in essence the same job you're helping someone get from a to b and sell the home and give them the right advice which you'd be doing anywhere but probably because you had that sense of pride and attachment and joy for what you was doing that comes across without you even noticing in every conversation that you have with people. And that probably then translates to more bottles of bubbly on completion, which is definitely no bad thing. Um, but I just want to zone in a little bit to the social media side of things, because, mm. you know, we could talk so much about how your mindset's evolved over time and we could talk about money and earnings. And I'm sure we'll probably touch on to that before we wrap up today's podcast. But one thing that people are always interested in is how to get started with social media, how to <laughs> leverage social media to have some kind of benefit to the business to build the brand to drive more leads to get more sales to make more money you mentioned that you was doing um which i think is a great strategy by the way you had no properties you had no clients and you was kind of you know talking a little bit about properties that were generically in the market i think that's powerful because although it's not properties that you're selling and as you quite rightly said you're not expecting the phone to go nuts with calls off the back of it what it does do is put your face and your name and your commentary against a property which when people are kind of looking through your social media page even if it's on the market with purple bricks reeds rains your move whoever you've got local it yeah. still kind of puts your face next to that property. So it creates that association that, oh, Ben, he's the property dude. He's the guy who sells properties in SN. And it kind of helps the long-term cause. What I want to know is, did you start getting traction straight away with social media? Because I know for me personally, it took a little while for that to wash through in terms of actual tangible business and, and valuations. Did you get that quick or was it a slow burner? And my second question as a follow-on to that is that if you did get it quick, did you come into EXP already with an audience that was warmed up and had some kind of an awareness of who you were? Or was it a completely, you know, day zero, zero followers? And and then you kind of went from that point. Like what did that what did that piece look like coming into EXP? Yeah, so um for me it happened 
I mean, I haven't got a huge following by any means, but um, as I said, the people that, that sort of do follow me, it, it's kind of grown organically. Um, but it happened relatively quickly. I mean, I, I, I put myself out there offering, as I said, a lot of free advice. Not a lot of people had seen that before from an estate agent. Do you know what I mean? What's this estate agent doing? Marky and other houses, you know, I'm sticking houses on for other estate agents. And then I'm getting a phone call from your estate agent saying, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, relax, like, calm down. It's fine. You know, you know, I'm just trying to get, you know, myself out there. Basically, I didn't understand what I was doing, but I, I had a clear kind of view. Um, so it was fairly, it was fairly quick. And when I, when I decided to take the jump from, um, Purple Bricks and, 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 and join, you know, EXP, um, which was by, by far, the, and, I, and again, don't sound too cheesy, but it was by far for me, you know, not just for my career, but for my personal well-being, um, mental and physical, the best decision I think I've ever made. It was an absolute no-brainer for me. Um, and it's, it, it is, yeah, it's just it's just allowed me to do so many things, which we're, I'm sure we'll touch on very briefly in a minute. Um, so for me, it was a fairly quick burner. When I joined XP, I had a fairly decent sort of um, following. I had a demographic of people that kind of trusted what I was saying. Um, so I think I left Purple Bricks um, on the Sunday. And then literally on the 16th of November 2020, I launched through the XP. So literally the day the day after. Um, I listed my first house on the Monday morning. By the Monday afternoon, we'd had a viewing. By the Monday evening, we'd fucking sold it. Wow, <laughs> like, great. Like, so that really was like, as instant as it gets. Yeah, it was just nuts, right? Um, you know, I'm sat there. You know, you, 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 you throw yourself into these things. You've got this kind of, um, you know, air of self-doubt, this kind of imposter syndrome scenario going on, which we've all kind of experienced, I'm sure. Um, and then within a 24-hour period, you know, I've, I've managed to... I've managed to stick a sale in the pipeline, which from a fee perspective was actually more money than some months I'd earned at Purple Bricks. That's how kind That's of one deal. Like, wow, what am I doing? What have I been yeah. doing for the last two or three years? Why yeah. have I done this years and years and years before? So this one deal, the client was just unbelievable. She understood what I was doing. She understood what I was about. It was a great house in a really prominent, really prominent um location you know within my town so the board goes up and it just sort of went from there mate really um so i coupled that that was obviously a, a nice um story to tell on social media that then caught me a little bit you know a little bit more sort of traction people were coming my way yeah it, so, so it was it was it was just um i, I suppose an answer to your question i had a bit of a setup and a plan before i jumped from purple bricks to exp um, and I knew social media was kind of my my kind of baby, really. I needed to look after that. And that's what I kind of really, you know, attached myself to. Um, so, yeah, it was for me pretty much bang on the first go. Um, the hardest thing is just maintaining that, right, and just keeping it, you know, ticking over, keeping it fresh. Um, and I did have the market on my side at the time because, obviously, it was a sort of, you know, very, very quick market, Um it was, mate. Yeah. I, I always, I always think, mate. Every market has got 
you know, pros and cons, you know, because if, if things are selling, you know, amazing if you're getting the listings, but the challenge there as a startup is are you going to replenish your stock well mm -hmm. enough? Because if they go into the more obvious or well-known choices, are you even going to get, are you going to be in the conversation? I guess the market we're going into, you're not blessed with as easy touches in terms of sales, maybe slower completions, you know, longer lag indicators, but probably yeah. easier to get stock now, given that it's starting to languish. So I don't know, mate, don't be too harsh on yourself. I think that every yeah. market's got its challenges and you came out absolutely swinging and, and completely bossed it you mentioned when we talk about social media you, t you tend to mention instagram a lot which is interesting because facebook was always my um yeah hands down from, from an agency <laughs> point of view facebook has been like the most profitable platform for me um with coaching and training and helping the xp grow linkedin has been my biggest platform I dabble in Instagram. I've had success with Instagram and other businesses. I've never really drove it forward for my agency, but you seem to be doing really well from Instagram. So is Instagram your best top of funnel lead generator for starting conversations with potential vendors? Or are you getting a, a mix of kind of cross-channel traction? Um, tell me where your leads are coming from when it comes to social media. So, so the, the, the social media kind of aspect, particularly Instagram, you know, I get a lot of recommendations and and and, and I, I think, you know, every agent's got their own way of doing things. You know, you've got, um, you know, agents like myself who are, who are very sort of social media driven and, and use that as their kind of shop window. You've got agents um, that will door knock houses and and, and, and and that's totally cool. It's entirely up to them do it. You've got agents that, um, you know, align himself with, you know, direct marketing. So, you know, letters and mailing. Um, one thing that's pretty strange is that, you, and I always look at this, you know, and I, and I do sort of scratch my head sometimes, is that to this day, I, I, I've never sent a leaflet or a letter or door or knocked a door. You know, it's all been driven from social media. What I do think social media does is it is, is is it is your shop window so when you do get that recommendation you know they're aligned with your social media see what you're doing see what you're about uh, and then make a decision of whether they want to contact you to market the house so um there's a lot across i mean i do i do a bit with facebook to be honest with you instagram's my favorite one to be honest um and, 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 and the most profitable one if you had to if you had to just just if you if i said to you now you can only do one channel it'd be instagram would it? 100 yeah 100 because it's perfect you know one thing about this industry which I, I i always have in the back of my mind um is that you know as estate agents um it's not we're not the most respected of people um and i say that you know truthfully we're not we're not and and, and i think the, the the difficulty i have with that is is that we're in we're we're in an industry which is for the UK anyway um, a very interesting industry. Everybody loves houses, right? Everybody looks like looking at property. Um, everybody wants to know what the property market's doing. Yet agents who are directly involved in it um, aren't particularly respected. And I find that pretty mad, really. I, I think I'm not I'm not saying for one minute we should be celebrities. Don't get me wrong, right? But what I'm saying is that you know people should be interested in what we're doing. And, and, and I think if we can do it in a way where, um, it is, as I say, it's enjoyable, it's informative, um, and we can just cut out all the sales bullshit that unfortunately we see day in, day out with some of these bigger agencies, um, it, it will be better for all. And weirdly, we'll all, I think, earn more money. That, that's yeah. the reality of the situation. But we're so kind of, and I say we, I mean agents as a whole, uh, as an industry, we're so kind of narrow-minded. We, we can't see... 
We can't see the past the end of our nose. And we're so focused on, right, this month we've got to do this to, to pay X amount of overheads and then we're going to go into next month. And we're going to do exactly the same. But if we all sat down and said, right, let's just work on us, you know, being a respected industry, um, we're going to give people good, solid, sound advice. We'll all earn better money, mate. It's just a weird, it's a funny, funny industry that we're involved in. But yeah, sort of digress a little bit and go off of a little bit of a, a tangent. Um, but for me, yeah, Instagram is definitely my shot window to put myself out there and kind of reinstate my beliefs in, in what I feel the market should be. You know, we're a service industry, in my mind. Um, sales is kind of secondary, I think, within our, within our business. It's all service-led. And I think if you offer the best service, you know, the sales will come. Um, but Instagram for me has been, I think, the best, you know, platform for me to put myself out there in that way. I think it's um, some, I was chatting to Scott actually last year and he sort of mentioned about like a local pub near him and it was like a nice looking building, but you know, it had like curtains down and blinds, a little bit dark, a bit dingy. People would never go in there. It had like the regulars that had been drinking in there for two or three decades. Yeah. But what they did one day was they got rid of the curtains, they got rid of the blinds, they opened it up, they lit the place up, they got the log burner on and suddenly, you know, you can see walking past a nice, warm, inviting, welcoming yeah place and all of a sudden new faces new people family started going in there and the yeah. business started to thrive because it quite literally gave people a peek into what was going on behind the scenes and people yeah. felt more comfortable and encouraged to go through the door and have the sunday lunch there or whatever whereas maybe before it was perceived as a dingy dark place that oh i don't want to go into there because it was unfamiliar i think that social media is quite literally like the digital equivalent of that giving people mm. a peek into your business and what's going on behind the scenes so they can make an actual educated assessment as to whether or not they think you're the right fit for them be that you're an agent a florist or anything else yeah. so uh, no i completely agree with all that you said just want to drill down into instagram i don't want to let you off this instagram hook too quickly then <laughs> only because you've done well with it and i don't think it's utilized enough across the industry so two questions that i've got for you do you find that stories encourages conversations more so than posts because you've got that ability to respond to that? It takes away the friction to people to open conversations or is it mainly your grid and making that look nice and pretty that that's kind of encouraging people to reach out? And the second thing is what is your Instagram strategy? By strategy, I don't want you to, you don't have to digress into you know every last little detail, but have you got a loose idea of, okay, I want to post three times a week or once a day or twice a day. I want to do a real twice a week or I want to do posts five days a week have you got like a framework that you found works for you in terms of staying present and optimizing that channel for conversions so yeah the grid and story thing is an interesting one because i i tend to use the grid um for more of the more of the kind of property you know candy really you know you take some nice properties on you list it on your grid um tiny little write-up but not too boring um and then you put it out there on your grid so i tend to use the grid as as, as more of a kind of storytelling type process um the, 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 the sorry the grid is used really for when you know let's for example i take on property i'll do you know you get 10 photos you put the nicest ones on there you have a little description of the property and then of course you've got your contact details if people are genuinely interested in looking at it um weird enough you do get viewings from instagram and social media which is still blows my mind so a few years down the line but the story is i think the interesting one and i think you 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 hit the nail on the head there mate is that when you put something within the story, it does create that immediate um, opportunity to, to open up a, 
you know, a conversation was coming, or them to open up a conversation with you, I should say. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the story for me, I think, is, is probably the most important part of, of, of Instagram, to be fair. And if you try and keep that as, as, as fresh as you can, and it doesn't always have to be, by the way, about property. It can be about you personally, what you're doing, you know, what what you did over the weekend, you know, a picture of your daughter, a picture of your dog, whatever it might well be. Just use the story as a as 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 as, as kind of, you know, it, it, it is just that is your story. It's you telling your story about your life. Now, involved in that can be right. All right. Well. I've just taken this house on, you know, everybody thinks it's lovely. Anybody got any conversation? Um, anybody got any questions off the back of that? Um, again, you can do polls. You can do the question sort of scenario. So for me, um, without losing it a bit, the stories is is definitely the, 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 the best way to get conversation going um, and essentially securing business off the back of it. Um, yeah, the number of valuations that have led to instructions just purely from me posting some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't sat down to work it out, but there's no doubt in my mind that you you will get business. It's powerful. It's hugely powerful, mate. It really, really is. I think it's almost like the grid gives credibility and the story gives connection because that's just such such an open goal for someone this, to... This is what I mean, mate, about being articulate, see? I can't explain it in that way, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> that would take me weeks, weeks to come up with, and I have to write it down as well. This is what I mean, see? I don't mind you stealing that. You can use that and repurpose that as your own. No, I hope to see it on Instagram stories later, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and and the second yeah. point to my initial question then, obviously it's clear that you are diversifying your strategy across your stories and across your grid. Um, I'd be interested to know what your mindset is on frequency and how you turn up, whether or not, or not it's, it's important to diversify reels to videos to visual posts and, you know, what that whole piece looks like in terms of how often you turn up on that platform. Yeah, so so I've had weeks gone by where I've sort of sat there and thought, shit, I haven't really put anything out for a purpose. I haven't really put anything out with a with, with a kind of, you know, with a goal, you know, I haven't put out um, like, like a Q and A with, with, with a goal to engage with people. I haven't put out, you know, anything that, that, that will help me secure a, a, a future listing or a sale. Um, and there's no doubt in my mind when you, when, when you, when you sit down and you, you genuinely think about what your week looks like from a social media perspective, what are you trying, you know, how many times you post, what you're trying to achieve from those posts, and generally, just write it down, sit there, and, and 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 make a conscious decision of what you're going to do that with. There's no doubt in my mind that the outcome um, is far far greater than just winging it on a daily basis, right? <laughs> and I've had weeks, mate, where I've gone by and I've just winged it and winged it, and then I look back and I think, you know, there's more pictures of me like getting pissed with my mates in the pub or like <laughs> going to jujitsu or, you know, playing golf. And there isn't me actually talking about property. So the problem is thinking... Who doesn't to see an estate agent stuck in a headlock, mate? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and that could be a good, that could be a good sort of segue, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, your estate agent out, do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> no, no, so, so, you know, I think in answer to your question, yeah, it, it, it's, it's definitely worth having a bit of a strategy Um and, and and just 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 narrow it down in the sense of right, I'm going to put three to five purposeful posts out this week with an aim to get into someone's living room by the end of that week. That's it. 
right? And, and I'm not saying I need to get an instruction in a sale. All I want to do is get an opportunity to sit with someone or have a, you know, have a conversation with someone who is thinking about selling their house, you know? I, I know that if I can get into their living room and have a chat with them, I have a really, really, really good chance of securing that business. Hundred percent, and I'm not. I'm not surprised to hear that, mate. As well, I'd imagine. Um, obviously, we're not drilling into specific figures and conversion percentages, but given just the fact that all of your business, and I do mean literally all, I think you mentioned you've not sent a single flyer or not a single door or whatever. So, given that people have either come by recommendation because a friend or family member or associate has said, "Oh, you need to check out Ben," or because they've been following you on social media themselves, I think it very much does become yours to lose. Because by the time you sat there, you're there on good authority that they've already connected the dots yeah. that you're a decent fit for them. So yeah. it just eradicates the issue of fees, contract terms, all the things that we think matter suddenly yeah. become insignificant because they've yeah. already decided I need to work with this guy, which is powerful. Yeah, no, de definitely, mate. I think, um, th yeah, that that that's. <laughs> That, that's it really you know my, my old my old aim when i'm doing my social media posts and the reason why i sort of started it was just to in, in initially break down that kind of you know public agent kind of stereotype and that sounds so cheesy doesn't it but break it down you know do, do people want to you know I'm, I'm 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 in a situation where i'm completing on houses now and you know i'm getting to know the people who are buying and selling you know personally you know, I'm turning up to drop off a keys to someone who's just moved into their house. The sale's been a fucking nightmare. You know, it's been an absolute pain in the ass from the minute to the very end. But I'm turning up, you know, and I'm getting like kid, I'm getting I'm getting gifts for my little girl from clients. Like, what's that about? That's mental. When I was employed, that just never happened, mate. You never had. You know, I'm seeing them, I'm meeting my clients for coffees, we're sitting down talking about everything, everything that that was nothing to do with houses, but just life, you know? And and it's 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 powerful and it's it's really powerful. And I think if you can if you can use you know social media, and again for me, Instagram has been my kind of my go-to, if you can use that in a way to showcase your personality, you're aligned with a demographic of seller and buyer that you'll want you'll want to deal with. And that and that's when it's fun, mate. I think it's quite ironic as well that sort of embracing the new sort of digital way of doing business has allowed you to really reinstate the traditional way of you know being built off relationships yeah. it's kind of like although it's all been built in the digital world that's very much converting into the real world in terms of you now having more coffees and getting more gifts and having stronger ties and stronger relationships and it's not surprising that that's led to more momentum because i don't know i think when it comes to social media it's easy you know you said before oh, i've not got a massive following by any means but i've got a quality following and i think yeah. if you've got i don't know a few hundred, a couple of hundred, 500, 1,000, whatever the following might be on, on Instagram. It's not just them people that are following you. It's the impact that you're having on them and how they're going to remember your name when their friend asks them for advice in a local coffee shop. Oh, this agent's not returned my call for a couple of weeks. We've had no viewings for six months. I, I don't know where my sales up to. You know what? You should check out Ben. I've been following him on Instagram. So it's not just the people who are following your page. It's their circle of influence as well. You've got this kind of like spider effect of, of, of more people in the local community that you can be reaching because you've got a loyal following and a buy-in from the yeah. followers that you have got on social media. So it is very much, I think, about quality and not so much the quantity. Um, 
but look, Ben, just want to draw a line in the sand in the conversation under social media because I'm mindful that we're racing towards an hour of conversation, which has gone so quick. <laughs> I, can't, I just check the time and yeah, I can't believe I've been talking for. <laughs> um, so much covered in in, in that 50 minute segue, segment. Um, I want to talk less about value associated to social media and more about what running business running a business has done for your life. Mm-hmm. So in terms of where you're up to at the moment, I know that you're a kappa. So for anyone who's not familiar with EXP internal lingo, that means that Ben has hit a certain amount of production where he gets pretty much a hundred percent of his fees without any marked increase in his overhead, making his business more profitable. You've helped tons of people. You've set your own fees and you've kind of gone to a point now where your business has progressed. You're growing more aggressively. You've got real momentum a lot's changed over the last few years. So just tell me a little bit about what running a business has done for you, not just financially, but personally. Everything, mate, everything. It, it has, it has changed absolutely everything, you know, um, you, you know, I don't want to sort of skirt around the fact that it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's a scary process, right? It, it is a scary process. Um, and as we, you know, alluded to previously, you know, I, I had no choice, so I kind of had to make it work. Um, so I threw myself into it. But then suddenly, you know, you're getting letters through the door, they're brown letters with HMRC written all over it, and you're thinking, fucking hell, what's all this about? Um, so it's a massive, massive learning curve. Um, but it's it, it, it's one that, it, it, you know, for me, I've hugely, I've, I've really enjoyed. I've learned a lot, a lot about myself individually. Um it has been tough. Some some weeks have been really tough, but I think when I sit down and I I I, I sort of break it all down, um, it, it is just for me the best decision I think I've ever made. Um, you, you learn every day. You know, there's things that there's things that crop up. You, you know, you watch other people, and and EXP is fantastic for that. Like there are some, you know, there are some unbelievable, you know, not just agents, some unbelievable individuals within the EXP network. Um, you know, without a doubt, the best agents I've worked for, but then in some respects, the best people I've ever met. You know, they are just some fantastic, fantastic individuals. Um, so, mate, it's given me everything. It's given me financial stability. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just a, a better all-round person, really. Um, you know, there, as I said before, there are days and weeks that go by and you think, wow, okay, okay time to really concentrate on you know what, what the next year looks like um so for me it, it, it at the time three four five years ago running my own business seemed like a very very scary prospect um now i look at it and think i don't know why everybody don't do it. <laughs> like it, it's just a no-brainer one question yeah. that i've got ben because i'm always mindful that it is really easy for us to sit here when you know you've you've made decent money and you've got decent traction and you know we're sharing value and we're talking about high level performance in estate agency. So straight away, our conversation is going to lean towards the good bits, the positive bits, the big completions, the you know everything that's kind of come and you've earned and you deserve off the back of building that business. But I'm curious to know: is there, is has there ever been a time where you've thought? don't know if this is for me or I'm going to throw the towel in or I'm going to try something different. Has there ever been a time where you've considered quitting even for a, a minute or has that never entered your head because of the momentum that you've enjoyed over the course of the last few years? I'm just interested to know if there's been any any challenge that stands out as being prominent in your mind when you think back. Um, 
there, there's always self-doubt, mate. Always. Every every single day, you know, for, for me, there's always self-doubt. But you know, there there was a lot of self-doubt when I was employed as well, you know. Um so so you know, to sit to sit here and say, no, everything's great, you know, I never have any worries, you know, I get up every morning with a spring in my step. Um, it's just not life. Life don't work like that. You know, you you have days where you think, I'm the best estate agent that's ever lived. I'm I'm amazing, right? Um, you know, and, and you go home and you say to your wife, You're so lucky to have me, I'm amazing. And then some days you get up and you just don't feel that way, you know, you don't feel yeah. that way. Something's happened, you know, you you've 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 I think you've lost an instruction because that you know that happens. You just don't you don't fit right with that client, so you've lost it. You know you, 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 you get you know you get an email from someone you've been to see, and 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 you know they've told you you've turned up too casual to an appointment. You know you've not worn you've not worn socks, for example, <laughs> which is a fashion statement. And you just you just have those elements of self doubt day in day out. I, I do anyway. You know I, I'm I'm I'm. I'm sure there's not a person within this world that, that doesn't get up one day and just think, wow, I haven't got it today. And they just want to get straight back into bed and just think, no, I'll deal with that tomorrow, you know? So, mate, yeah, of course you get, of course you get sort of, you know, self-doubt. But you, I keep going back to it, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but um, I just concentrate on enjoying myself as much as I can, you know, having a laugh with it, um, calling out bullshit agents when I see it, you know, um, and I just concentrate on that on a daily basis, mate. I just, I just really want to try and enjoy myself. Has um, <laughs> has like motivation or goals changed since the arrival of your little girl? Yeah, you worry, you worry about weird things, mate. <laughs> you yeah, do you worry do, about weird things. You know, I'm, I'm, um, so the little one arrives, you know, I've, I've got, you know, I've got Tyson Fury on the telly telling me that, you know, 39 years of age men should be getting life insurance. And I'm thinking, fuck, you know, I'm 39, I'm 40 in June. Um, so I'm ringing my mate saying, mate, sort me some life insurance because I need, I need it. Um, so you just, you just, yeah, you, 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 you just change. Um, things that weren't so important now become really important, and 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 I think where that can suppose co- correlate to 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 the that's a word, but where that can kind of um, you, you know align with 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 your business, um, you, you do start to look at your business and think right, okay, um, I, I need to build something big. I need to build something you know financially stable for for, for you know for the family um, for myself. Um, but in the same vein, you, 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 there's no point you being at work seven days a week, you know, twelve hours a day. You know, there has to be, there has to be a line drawn. So it's a real hard one to answer definitively, mate. But yeah, things that weren't so important back in the day are now starting to, yeah, hit home a little more. And 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 that kind of future proof of myself from a from a financial position is is become even more important, you know, even more important. It's not the be all and end all for me, don't get me wrong, but it's become important, yeah, but a lot more important than it's ever. So it's more of a focus for me now than it probably ever has been, okay? Um, and I, 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 I couldn't, 
I couldn't have a direct influence on that if I wasn't working for myself. You know, I work for myself. So it, it's me. I can make that happen. You know, I have to get up every morning and hunt a gather and, 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 and make something of that day, make something of that week. Um, and if nothing happens, it's my fault. You know, I can't blame anybody else. You know, it, it's my fault. I have to make that happen. For me, that's, um, again, that's exciting. Would you describe yourself as quite um, a disciplined person when it comes to growing your business and putting in the work? Or are you somebody who lets yourself off the hook quite easily? I did a post this morning. Ben, like, I'll be honest, I woke up this morning and just I'm looking forward to the podcast. Like, this isn't work to me, but I mean, in general, the stuff that <laughs> yeah. I need to do. I'm yeah. a bit like, oh my God, I like oh, today in particular. And that's because we've had a wicked weekend coming off Mother's Day, you know, my little girl's birthday. It's been going out for pizzas and bronies yeah. and, you know, going on adventures outdoors and playing on playgrounds. And it's difficult sometimes to get yourself back in the headspace and yeah. there's been times where i've missed the mark and i don't turn up in the best capacity that i could i found a few <clears> strategies <throat> that help keep me on track more so than what that's just come from experience i guess like things that i implement into my day and into my schedule to make sure that i stay progressing towards my goals it's not always easy for me though are you somebody who takes to that easy and you're just like right i'm plugged in now now i'm working let's go or are you someone that that struggles sometimes to find that direction uh, Your results would say that you don't struggle, but I'd be interested to know if you do. Um, I, I struggle, mate. I struggle with it. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form a disciplined person. Um, when it comes to, you know, I, I won't sit there on a Sunday night and write up a plan for the week. It's, it's just, it's just yeah, not yeah. my bag, mate. Really. Um, and I think since the arrival of my little one, it's become, yeah, even more so because I just want to be with her all the time. You know, I want to take yeah. her to, 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 to the shop and you know walk around with a pram and sit there and have a coffee and just look at and and I. And I, and I you know, I don't want to be out day in, day out working. Um, I, I know I have to, so I have to, you know, I have to sort of try and make things happen. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not disciplined at all, mate. In fact, you know, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I like, I think about being disciplined a lot <laughs> and, and, and how that might help me, but I can never implement it. Um and as I said, you know, you, you, you're you quite right. You come off the back of a weekend, you know, I had a really sort of chill weekend. I just, yeah, you know, ate bad food and just chilled out, had a laugh with family, um, woke up on Monday morning. As I say, super, super excited for the podcast today. Um, it's the first one I've ever done, so it's quite a new thing for me. Oh, um, really? And, yeah, I... I, I yeah, I'm not. I'm not disciplined in any way, shape, or form, mate. I, I just, I suppose for me, I just have this knack of knowing when I've got to turn it on, and and and, and I, I don't know if that's the right thing to say, but just generally know when. Right, okay, now's now's go time. Um, I need to I need to I need to crack on with it. I am not in any way, shape, or form a methodical person in terms of what my week looks like. Every day's different. Every week's different. Um, yeah. So, in answer to your question, mate. I'm probably very much like you in that respect. You know, I have to, yeah. I have to really work hard on concentrating and and and, and you know, not being <laughs> you know swayed one way or another. You know, um, well, I mean, you know, I think the fact that you know how and when to turn on and dial in again is evident by the fact of you know. <laughs> sorry to be vulgar about it, but how much money you've made and the success mm -hmm. that you've had and how you've built the business. So. I think that goes without saying looking at the results, but I think there's something quite refreshing about the answer because especially in the 
hashtag entrepreneur, hashtag hustle, hashtag 5am <laughs> club world that we live in. You know, yeah. people do think, well, I need to, you know, you log onto social media and the business gurus that you follow have already got up to do, you know, yeah. yoga and they've worked out and they've had the daily quarter of water and been for a run and, you know, yeah, won the yeah, day yeah, by yeah. six o'clock and you're still getting out of bed feeling groggy. <laughs> I think it's yeah. like refreshing for people to kind of know that we all work in a different way, I guess. We all yeah. find motivation from different areas. We all find focus in different ways, but it's just turning up and getting the work done. However, that best fits into your schedule and in your life is going to get you the best results because then it's more sustainable and you can do it long-term and, and that starts to show through in terms of your longevity and, and your long-term outcome. And um, Ben, that was your first ever podcast, mate. How did you find it? It was good, mate. It was really enjoyable. Yeah. It might work well, I think, didn't it? Yeah. It did. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the mic was an absolute dream, mate. So shout out to Amazon. <laughs> that was a good last minute purchase, mate. Yeah. I appreciate you making the yeah, effort. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good, mate. Th thanks for having me, mate. It's really good, um, really good to catch up. I'm, you know, conscious we've not really caught up a great deal like this before, so um, yeah, yeah no, it's good. So it was good to catch up and, and um, yeah, uh, reevaluate things. Really, um, yeah, really, really enjoyable. Man, well, I uh, I likewise enjoyed the conversation, Ben. And again, I know that you're a busy guy with your family, with the little one, with the business. So I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and coming off Instagram for a little while to share some <laughs> thoughts. And I'm sure people tuning in will get some great value from that as well, Ben. So yeah, it's been really and a really interesting chat, mate. Thanks again for taking the time, and I'll catch you Thank soon. You, mate. No worries. Yeah, sound good, man. Take care, mate. See you later. Ta-da.